This is Optimal Startup Daily, episode 928, How to Give Effective Feedback in the Workplace, by Christopher Dollard with Gottman.com. And I'm Dan, I am your host and narrator here at OSD. Welcome, and I thank you for joining me today on the show that's all about improving your business life. So hopefully this article today will do its little part to help you get to that next level. And let's get right to it as we optimize your life. How to Give Effective Feedback in the Workplace by Christopher Dollard with Gottman.com Some years ago, when I waited tables for a living and before I worked at the Gottman Institute, I had a manager that I just couldn't get along with. I constantly felt pressured, like I wasn't doing my job well, and I didn't appreciate their tendency to disrespectfully bark out orders and level personal criticisms or even insults at me and my coworkers, which unfortunately are all common behaviors in restaurants. I knew I had to speak up because the situation was becoming tense and untenable and I needed to keep the job. So I spoke with my brother, who is a licensed therapist and the former head waiter of that restaurant, about how I could approach my manager and air my concerns and complaints without putting my job, or at least my standing in the restaurant, in jeopardy. His advice was simple, and it lines up perfectly with the Gottman method of complaining without blaming and using a soft startup in a romantic relationship. He told me to start with a statement that begins with, I feel, and leads into, I need, which is what he called an assertive communication model. He also said not to use you, or at least not in any sort of blaming context, and that it's best to use you when expressing something you need from that person. There's even an easy acronym for communicating assertively, known as D-E-S-C. D, describe the problematic situation. E explain your feelings, S, specify your needs, and explain the C, consequences of both what will happen if the situation doesn't change and what positive changes you would like to see in the future. I took a few days to mull this over, since as a kid I was generally taught to communicate passively because I grew up in a fairly strict household. I wasn't taught to advocate for myself at an early age or how to identify and recognize my emotions so I could act accordingly without letting anger or fear overwhelm my ability to communicate effectively. In other words, I developed a short temper and I would overreact because I regularly bottled up my emotions and didn't say anything about them until I was ready to explode. Knowing all of this about myself, the conversation I planned to have with my manager needed to be handled carefully and attentively. I couldn't blame nor could I criticize. All I could do was be assertive in my statements and advocate for what I needed to succeed at my work. When I had the conversation, I asked the manager to join me in a back room of the restaurant so we could talk in private. And then I said something to this effect. Quote, Sometimes I feel disrespected or like I'm not doing a good job when directions are yelled at me instead of calmly stated. And I feel confused when I get negative feedback without any sort of direction on how to do better. So I need you to treat me with more respect and dignity, and I need to have more thorough feedback so I can improve my job performance. End quote. Because I used this assertive style, my manager listened and didn't get defensive. Not only did they listen calmly while I stated how I felt and what I needed, but they even nodded along in agreement, and once I was finished, thanked me for telling them and promised to work harder to give me the kinds of direction and feedback I need. This manager was a person who, if you were to approach them with direct criticism or direct blame, for instance, why do you have to give orders like a dictator? You're always so disrespectful to everyone. They'd get in a shouting match with you, send you home, or write you up. And if you tossed some contempt their way, like saying, you're such a 
insert expletive here, they'd certainly try to find a way to fire you. In the months that followed, my manager not only treated me with more respect and offered more constructive feedback and direction, but our conversation also caused that manager to treat other employees the same way. Our working relationship improved, as did the staff's morale, and the working environment shifted from an authoritarian and critical dynamic to a more collaborative, supportive, and appreciative experience. Once I had that experience with using assertive communication, I realized that I could apply that style of communication to pretty much all areas of my life. In my prior romantic relationships, all of which ended in disaster, I had a tendency to communicate more irregularly with a tendency to blame or to criticize or even to be defensive or stonewall. But learning how to communicate assertively ended that pattern. In my last romantic relationship, I used the I feel and I need formula regularly. And as a result, I never saw any one of the four horsemen arrive. And if they did, it was only for a moment. That relationship didn't last. We were just in different stages of life and some of our more important life goals didn't align. But it was the first relationship where I felt comfortable, accepted, supported, and at peace. When we did fight, we fought in a healthy way. It was the first truly positive romantic relationship I had been in. And what that experience taught me, even though it ended, was what a good relationship can look and feel like emotionally for me. It taught me what I need in a partner. And even though I learned how to give feedback and communicate assertively at work, I found that using that communication style can be effective and healthy in any relationship. You just listened to the post titled How to Give Effective Feedback in the Workplace by Christopher Dollard with Gottman.com. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search, but match. If you need to hire, You need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it makes hiring all in one place so easy because Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash startup. So just go to indeed.com slash startup right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash startup. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You don't need me to tell you that something always comes up when you're running a small business. Take the pain out of payroll benefits and HR and put the joy back in running your business with Gusto. Gusto's payroll and HR services can make it a little easier. Gusto was designed for you, the small business owner. They take the pain out of running a business, automatically calculating paychecks, filing payroll taxes, setting up open enrollment. Gusto does it all. Want more? Time tracking, health insurance, 401k, onboarding, commuter benefits, offer letters, access to HR experts, well, you get the idea. With Gusto, you can focus on the joy of running your business. It's super easy to set up and get started. And if you're moving from another provider, Gusto can transfer all your data for you. It's no surprise, 94% of customers are likely to recommend Gusto, 94. And here's the best part. Because you're a listener, you get three months totally free. All you have to do is go to gusto.com slash OWD. Again, that's gusto.com slash OWD. And I'm telling you, you're going to love Gusto.
Get started today. And thank you so much to Christopher and the Gottman Institute for sharing today. The Gottman Institute understands that human family is in crisis and that all individuals are capable of and deserve compassion. It is their mission to reach out to families in order to help create and maintain greater love and health in relationships. They are committed to an ongoing program of research that increases the understanding of relationships and adds to the development of interventions that have been carefully evaluated. It's their goal to make their services accessible to the broadest reach of people across race, religion, class, culture, orientation, and ethnicity. You can come by Gottman.com to learn a lot more. That's G-O-T-T-M-A-N.com. And a big thanks to the entire team for letting us share their work. And that's it for today. I thank you so much for listening and being a subscriber or follower of the show, depending on your podcast app. So have yourself a great rest of your day, and I'll see you back here tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.